All right, guys, I am fired up. I'm at my kids' baseball game. This is the Darren Yates podcast, Mindset and Mayhem. I grabbed a beer and came back out to the car to do this podcast. Woo, let's get it. Hope you guys are good. I do Mindset and Mayhem. There's four sections to the Darren Yates podcast. I do interviews, mindset, inspiring, hopefully, stuff. I do wacky mayhem, who knows what it's going to be. And then I have a fourth section I leave for rants and whatever the fuck I want to do, basically. I'm in the middle of a, I guess a little past the middle now. I am on step seven now. Step seven of 10. I'm doing a 10 step mini training to help you guys try to just line up a plan of attack to go crush your goals, to go crush your fucking dreams, to do what you want to do, to get to that next level, whatever that means to you. To get to that next level, you can do it. I have studied hundreds of successful people, their stories, their mindset, their processes, and I have created something for myself. So I'm pretty fucking confident when I talk about this shit. The only people who don't like it are the haters and the ones who I would never trade fucking places with. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. But no one is going to come at you that's doing better than you. No one super fucking successful is going to talk shit to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Of course, there are exceptions. But most people, if you're successful, you're not going to go at other people. You're going to encourage them or you don't have time because you're freaking busy. Number seven here, the seventh step is stand by it. Defend it. Talk about it confidently. Be proud of it. When you're in conversations with yourself, with people online, with your family at Thanksgiving, with your friends at the bar, with whoever, talk about it in a way that's going to get respect. You know what I'm saying? Or it's going to get people that are kind of turned off by it. You're loved or hated. That's a good thing. No one in the middle never did anything extraordinary or very fucking rarely. If you're in the middle and you have a regular job, and you make a certain amount of money, you have a ceiling on it, and you're happy, you've won the game. So I'm not dissing nine to fivers at all. If you're happy, fuck yeah. I'm trying to reach the people who are not happy, who want to make some changes, who want to figure out how they can build a brand, who want to figure out how they can build a side hustle or an online business. But when you talk confidently about it, you put a certain confidence in the air and a certain thing that the universe can work with because you're into this. You're doing this. You know what I mean? Be proud of it. You're going to find the right people. You're going to find more opportunities when you have conviction, when you move with intention. When you move like 90% confidence or half confidence or 50% confidence, if you move not fully confident, you're going to veer off from the direction or from the spot you are meant to be at for your potential, for your capabilities. So go 100% into that mofo. Now, you got to find the right thing, right? You can't be wishy-washy. You can't you know, be not sure of it. So spend time, study, research, figure out what is your thing. What's the thing that's going to be the fire? Because you have to have a fire for this. The fire for it, the passion for it is going to get you through all the bullshit you have to put up with. And it's part of the game. If you don't put up with a ton of bullshit and you don't enjoy the process, you're not going to get to extraordinary levels. It's almost like a test the universe puts you through. How bad do you want it? 
kind of thing. And most people quit when the first wave of shit comes at them, they're done, they're quit. The universe is like, well, fuck you. You didn't want it that bad. You have to want it. You have to get through stuff. So in order to get through it, what's the thing that fires you up? And I speak with experience. I used to be that wishy-washy guy. When people would talk to me about, you know, my dreams and stuff, I said, well, you know what? I gave it a shot. I lived in LA and Nashville. I opened for a bunch of national acts. My music dream was right there. I almost had it, you know. I lived it. I got a taste of it, you know. But I never got that big break. I never, you know, had someone sign me when I started doing my radio show to Sirius XM or whatever. But that was me not looking in the mirror. That was me blaming other people. When you look in the mirror and and you blame yourself for everything, for any spot you're at that you're not happy with, if you blame yourself and it's your fault, that's a beautiful thing. That's the first step to figuring this out. Because if you wait for everybody else, they're not coming. You have to make it happen yourself. You have to change your decisions. You have to change your process, change your way of thinking, change your mindset, and you can make some things happen. But I remember being all wishy-washy about it. I would tell people, well, you know, I I tried. I, I gave it my best shot. You know, and then I went to the corporate world, got a regular job, and I became absolutely miserable, depressed, borderline suicidal. It was a horrible time. I had a horrible spot. But you know, I had two choices. Do I stay on this dark path or do I bounce back? I chose the latter. I started studying people who were at where I wanted to be. I studied their stories. I stopped listening to all my cynical friends and family, whoever, online. I stopped listening to the cynical motherfuckers. Now I fucking embrace that stuff. I embrace it because I know they're in a bad place. They're in a rough spot. If you're throwing shade at somebody else, you don't have your shit together. Point blank done, period. You know what I'm saying? So when you start embracing and realizing where it's coming from and it's your decisions and you got to do things a certain way to find your audience and lean into your passions and your quirks and, and be loved or hated and go for it. Like I mentioned before, you get more respect when you have a conviction with it, when you're a dog, D-A-W-G, when you are someone who leans into your conviction and you're, you're confident and you're proud of it. Certain things, certain opportunities and, and certain people you're going to meet, it's all going to be there for you when you lean into it with a certain kind of a, ugh, a certain kind of a fuck yeah, you know, it's a big difference in that in wishy-washy. Who wants to be around? Who wants to believe in a wishy-washy fucking product or a wishy-washy vibe? You know what I'm saying? No one's going to believe in it until you believe in it first kind of thing. So when I say stand by it, defend it, pick your battles. You know, there's a lot of people that are going to give you some cynical stuff, but it's going to be just their personality. They're having fun. Don't pick that battle. You don't want to battle there. You know what I mean? Be cool. Be secure. Be someone who knows what they want. You know, be somebody who knows you're on the right path. Be someone who is on fire with it. You know, you have passion for it. You don't have to respond to all the weird comments and weird cynical personalities. Just know that it's part of the game to be on a different kind of a level. I'm not saying it's better or worse. It's just different. Like I say, if people are happy, then they've won the game. And set boundaries. If certain people, you know, go past that line of just having a cool personality or having a weird personality or whatever, and they're actually taking shots at you and they're digging in with you, especially in person, you got to set boundaries. You can still do it in a cool way. You can still do it in a way that gets a point across, but doesn't make a big old scene. But you got to pick those battles. Right now, if someone says something to me, I'm I am more 
of a setting boundary type of guy with people I know in my inner circle in person. If I don't know you and you're online talking shit, I'm just going to respond with kindness because I don't want to go back and forth with you. I ain't got time to go back and forth with insecure, cynical, dumb fucks. Sorry. That's just where I'm at. And that's what it is. If you want to get in a pissing match, go somewhere else. And also be cool with being alone. Sometimes being alone is when you figure out the most shit. So don't be afraid to figure it out by yourself. Study, research, read, consume content from the people who are at where you want to be. Consume their mindsets, their stories, their processes. I mean, the internet tells us everything. People who are at where you want to be, study them. Don't listen to your cynical ants. And only listen to people who know the game, who know the industry you're in. I think that's key. There's a lot of people that I study that are in different industries, and it doesn't kind of make sense to me. I study people who are in media, who are in coaching, who are in you know entertainment, who are in the personal development area. You know, I go to that area, and I study people who are in that area where I want to be. So don't just study anybody who's been successful. Make sure it's people that know the game that are in your industry or what area you want to be in or you want to excel in or get further in. Like I said before, move with intention. It's going to put you right on the spot you're capable of being. You're going to maximize your potential and be obsessed. Being obsessed with something that makes you so happy and that puts a fire in you, that's a good thing. You know, right now, I have to stop what I'm doing and go do family stuff. And yeah, I'm absolutely obsessed with what I do, but it makes me a better person when I hang out with family or friends, do whatever, away from my work stuff or my brand stuff or my grind stuff. Hey, calling it work. It's my passion stuff. So I'm a better person. You know what I mean? So you can be obsessed and still balance it out and still be a good person and be relentless and all, all that good stuff. So along with being relentless with what you want to do and what you're studying and, and you know it's going to take a little time, but who cares, you know? It amazes me that some people will work a job they hate for 25, 30, 40 years or whatever, but they won't grind for three to five and make their own thing happen, create their own destiny, see what they're truly worth in the market or whatever industry you're in, see what you can truly make. Don't be told what you're worth. Go figure out what you're worth with your hard work and your ideas and your business stuff and your way of thinking and your personality. I mean, I think most bosses are not gonna encourage you to lean into your true passions and build your own thing. So don't be afraid to go alone on it. Don't be afraid to be ruthless and be relentless. And being ruthless can be in a good business sense kind of way. You're not a total prick running around yapping your mouth. You're relentless with the things that aren't moving the needle and you politely or professionally move on from that person or that whatever it is, you know? So you can be ruthless, you can be relentless, you can be obsessed in a good way, in a good productive way toward your vision. You know, I get a lot of messages from people who talk to me about how they're at a job and, you know, it pays well or whatever, they're comfortable, they don't want to get out of it, but they do have a burning desire to do something else. You guys, research. Like I said, research people who are at where you want to be. Come up with a plan and research it. Come up with a good plan, not just one you're going to throw in against the wall and see what sticks. Come up with a comprehensive, serious strategy. Study. Research it. Who cares how long it freaking takes? Come up with a plan. Come up with your plan, your vision, and see it through no matter what. 
You know, if it takes you an hour a night after work, who cares? If it takes you a couple years to build it, so what? What a kick-ass feeling that'll be when you built your side hustle up enough in two or three or four years or whatever, and you can quit the job you hate. And you can go probably make a hell of a lot more money doing your own thing, finding your own audience, than being told what you're worth at a regular job with a boss. And like I say, I hate to say that without giving this little footnote. If you're happy doing nine to five, I encourage you to, you know, try to move up, try to do, try to be a VP, a manager, whatever. But you've won the game. If you're happy doing the regular nine to five stuff and you're happy with the ceiling you have on your on your salary, you have won the game. So it's no offense at all against anyone working a regular job. I'm trying to help the people who are miserable. I don't care if you're a millionaire or you're you're broke. If you have a dream and you want to accomplish something, you can do it. There's a process. There's a consistency. There's a way to do this. And like I said before, don't be afraid to get excited. Show your fire. Talk about it. I mean, when you do that, yeah, you're going to, you know, some people aren't going to like it, but that's okay. Some people are going to freaking love it. The word's going to spread and you're going to find your audience. You're going to have opportunities and people to network with that you wouldn't have been able to if you didn't show the fire and show that excitement, you know? I'm a little example of, of me as I've found my way and I've studied my mentors and I've put together my plan and been ruthless with it and been consistent and gone all in with it. Everyone I've talked to, finding mentors or web design or my podcast hub, or right now I'm you know looking for the paid ad game people to help me out. Every time I did that, I was ruthless. If you didn't get back to me, I still do this today. If you didn't get back to me within a day, you're gone. You're off the list. You know, if you show any kind of cynical tendencies or any kind of cynical vibe, you're done. You're fucking off the list. If you try to charge me an arm and a fucking leg when I know that, you know, you could get me a break if you really believed in what I was doing and then we make more money down the road once I'm at a certain point, fuck you. You're off the list. And I don't care what anyone fucking says. This is my rules. It's my fucking game. If you don't like it, go do your own fucking thing. Get off my ass. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's being ruthless, but that's being cool. You know, and that's being cool in, in a uh, passionate, no bullshit kind of way. You know, like I said, the only people who have a problem with this, the way the way I talk about some things, are the people not doing shit, are the haters, are the cynical fucks, you know? And I wouldn't trade places with any of those motherfuckers. So this is your game. It's your vision. Act like it. Be the CEO. Act like the fucking CEO. You know what I'm saying? It's exciting. Get into it. And when you start getting your momentum going and you're feeling it, you're going to get some cynical crap from your inner circle. But you know what? Just inform them with passion. You can put them in a cool place in a cool way. I'm getting better at that now. I'm just you're speaking my truth. You know, I'm not going to disrespect you unless it gets crazy and you need to be disrespected, but that very rarely happens. A lot of times I like to walk away from anything that starts cynical, I'm out, or I tell them in a cool way what I'm doing, and some will like respect it at least, and some might get interested in it. Some might have ideas. Some might be inspired by it. It's a win-win when you go, when you show your passion and when you speak your truth and when you talk about your vision and your dreams. It's kind of funny, a little tidbit here. One of my mentors told me that the best thing to say to people who are being cynical or hateful or disrespectful is saying, are you okay? <laughs> I mean, I guess you got to do it in certain situations in a certain way, but they said that statement 
puts it back on them and they start thinking about what they just said and it kind of changes a whole psychological angle or whatever. So I thought that was kind of funny. It's kind of funny when people come at you who are talking shit about you building something or a brand or a, a side business or a, a, you know whatever your vision is, building your own thing. When you build your own thing and find your own global audience, it can be more freaking lucrative and lead to more happiness than any or most other career choices. I won't mention any names, but I had a family member make fun of my career choice, make fun of me being broke, Several years ago, you know, I was kind of in and out of jobs and always getting fired. And that motherfucker is firmly implanted in the middle class. And he's cynical. It makes me wonder, how did he get where he is? It's sad for the people working underneath him. He's clueless. And the advice he gave me, absolutely clueless. And even then, you know, I took the high road. I explained my truth of how I tried and everything. It was a defeated kind of a conversation. Now it's a whole different conversation. I say shit now to put motherfuckers in their place. I try to do it in a cool way, but I'm not going to be disrespected. And throughout all of this, always be researching, always be making moves, always be making progress. You know, you either do it or you learn on what not to do next. You know, you kind of fail forward. Failure is just evidence of what to do better. And when you keep going and when you press on through all the failure, Man, you learn a lot of stuff and you're eventually going to find it and hit it. Every majorly successful person talks about it. Failure helped me. Failing forward was my training ground. That was all the evidence. That was what I needed to do. It told me what I needed to do. So you either do it or you learn. Now I'll end with this last thought. When you prove to yourself that you're serious, that you're capable, and you're deserving of this, you shatter imposter syndrome, you move with conviction, you study people who are at where you want to be, you stand by what you want to do, you defend it in a cool way. The only time it's non-cool is if someone gets out of line in person, then you might have to you know, say a little something, something to make sure they know where you stand and make sure to know there's a boundary. Don't disrespect me, motherfucker. But once you prove to yourself, then you can prove it to everyone else. So do stuff alone. Take yourself out alone. Have the vision alone. Come up with a plan of attack alone. Reach out to mentors by yourself. You know, there's so many ways to communicate with people now or people's teams. Get into it. Immerse yourself in it. You can do this. I love you. My name's Darren Yates. This has been Stand By and Defend It, step seven of a 10-step kind of a mini training I'm doing right now. I have a coaching program that's going to be released in the next, uh, sometime in May or June. I'm figuring out with my, uh, my growing team right now, so I'm very excited about it. Next week is going to be consistency and don't stop. All right, guys, I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. I said bye like I'm on the phone. Where's my beer at?